from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon. Down into the modern age, he's been a boon companion. Though many folks have seen him know, now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint, Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek it, you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to The Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey Don. Hey Blake. I'm back. Yeah, so he's not with us as always, and and Ryan's not here either this week. So uh, we lost, we gained one back and lost another because Ryan is doing important stuff with his band. I'm just gonna pretend like I was previously gone every episode, every single episode, and then claim that it's it's it can be good now now that I'm back. Yeah. So yeah, to get you up to speed, Blake, we talked about cryptozoology a lot. That's what we do. Really? Yeah, and then we make fun of it. Did you make it 15 minutes in before you started talking about cryptids? Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to one of the other. I had to drive. do a three-hour drive to Chelan, which is a pretty garden spot in northern Washington. Cool. I had to go to pick up some of those hollow water-filled traffic barriers for work. I hope they weren't water-filled when you picked them up. No, they're only about 90 pounds with no water in them. (laughs) I always thought they were really light with no water. They don't look heavy. Well, they're really thick molded plastic. Oh, shit. They're big. They're almost the width of a box truck wide, however wide that is. Oh, Jesus. I never thought they were that big either. And it's to reinforce yet another refugee-type camp that I've been involved with building. Cool. For TV show. So, like, when the actors come in to play refugees, do you separate them from their children? Yeah, we're starting to. Well, cool. if they're good. brown. Good, good, yeah, good. We I mean, that's... That, but as you should. If they're just regular white people, they come right in. Yeah, I've I've, I've been... Uh, so, we, we uh, have a fence getting put in, like a like a privacy fence. And it's been down for as almost... you should. Yeah. Doors might look at the house. I know. Gross. Uh, and, and it's been a huge pain in my ass because I had to, like, clear a fence line, and I did manual labor all week, and I have a raging case of poison ivy. But Gross. I built two bridges to go over the drainage ditch that's now part of our yard, so that's pretty cool. What, how did you engineer them? I want to know. Uh, my wife found a bridge kits on Amazon. Oh. And I, I, oh, I totally had, like, plans in my head for how I was going to build these, like a, like, a six-foot and an eight-foot bridge. And she's like, Amazon sells them for 100 bucks. Okay. It saves me some trouble. Because oh, I listened to the, the podcast on my drive. Well, I listened to most of it because the shitty truck they gave me's door <laughs> was flapping so loudly I couldn't hear anything. So every once in a while where I had to slow down to 25 for the one silo town I kept going through. <laughs> where And all their all their high schools are, some kind, are either like an animal or a vegetable. Yeah, and they all have or, like the, the 1976... Sixth grade boys junior varsity champion wrestler. Yeah, and they're really good at uh, what is it three B whatever B state stuff. <laughs> state B state that's what it is. State B. 
Your nine-man football team, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I was driving through there, so I, could, I, had, I had the theme song to this stuck in my head for two days. Sorry. But except I couldn't remember the professor guy's last name exactly. Yeah. So it kept running over my in my head, and then mom, Dr. Jeffrey. Mom, <laughs> I was so irritated. <laughs> and I was running my phone. I had to look it up on my phone eventually because I was so annoyed that I could remember the guy's name. Exactly. I, th- I think he's like somewhere close to your neck of the woods. Where the f- uh, yeah, he's at Idaho it's State. Central, yeah, Central Idaho. Is that Boise? No, it's. Oh, shit. Where is it? Idaho I looked this State up because it's not. Pocatello. It's not. It's not the big... Oh, it's in Pokey? It's in Pokey. Pokey, as you say it. I'm embarrassed that I just said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he's like southeast Idaho. But still, like, he's in closer to you than Idaho he is to me. By a lot. Yeah. You should go visit. You should go say hi. No, thanks. Just go knock on his door and ask for an interview so we can just... Southern make... Idaho is pretty rad and all, but I think I'll, I'll go... <laughs> So what's do, do you know the like the militia ratio south to north Idaho like what's where where do you get more of the well, anti government I mean, folks you have more fundamentalist Mormon type survivalists down there that makes sense because they're like close to Idaho and then you have more of the anti government some variety of racist yeah up in the woods like the, those guys it's they're one of the reasons I I I like Spokane and I say that ironically because. For, so Blake lives in Spokane. I used to live in Spokane in eastern Washington. And for those of you who don't know, Spokane doesn't fluoridate its water. So it's great if you're a dentist. There's like a yeah. dentist on every street corner. But if Jammed. you're... Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a reference to uh, dentist Dr. Jeremy Jam from, <laughs> from Parks and Recreation. Uh, but like it's not only that they don't fluoridate their water is that they have the anti like they're the the horseshoe theory of politics is real strong in spokane so you've got the anti-government nut jobs who think that fluoride is like an alien reptilian conspiracy to control your brain and then they also have super crunchy hippie types who think that it causes like all cancers we're and, okay we got tea dazzle recently so tea dazzle cool tea dazzle and you and you have legal weed it's not a chemical like fluoride no <laughs> THC isn't a chemical either. It's a plant. Oh. So so but but Spokane doesn't have any of its own water. It it gets all of its water from surrounding counties from like their watersheds. So it takes the water that they've put fluoride in and then spends taxpayer money to remove the fluoride that somebody already paid taxpayer money to put in the water in the first place. Hmm. So that's cool. What are you eating? I mean- I'm eating goldfish crackers. Delicious. Because of fluoride that we have here. Yeah. The good are they fluoridated goldfish? I don't know, but it's making me really hungry. Ooh. So uh seven and a half minutes. Is that enough time to of not talking about cryptids to start talking about a cryptid? Sure. I'm sure I'll throw us off track in like five minutes. So. Okay, cool. Go All right, so um it's my turn this week, because Ryan went last week and you weren't here, so it's my turn again. <clears throat> and uh, I am going to do the Flatwoods Monster. Ooh, which one? Is, where Where are the Flatwoods? In West Virginia. So the oh, Flat- my goodness. Up in the holler? Yeah. The Flatwoods Monster, a.k.a. the Braxton County Monster, or Braxy. The Green Monster, or... That's the uh, beginning of a country song. Or a fucking barn owl. Um, I'll get to that later. <laughs> 
What was the second name again? Uh, uh, Braxy. Oh, no, the Green Monster. No, the, the other one that was like the something of something county. The Braxton County Monster, or Braxy Braxton. to his friends. Oh, that's a Conway Twitty song. Well, Braxton's Braxton also like a Monster. super, like, like a, like a hoity-toity white person name, too. Like, uh, Braxton. Braxton County Monster? That's not a very good rich guy name. No, it's just Braxton. Just Braxton. Just Bra- not Braxton County Monster. But like, there's a little, there are like a thousand little white boys running around the Midwest named Braxton. And they all go, and they're they're all they're all frat guys. Every single one of they them. They will all will be. Uh, so, are you not familiar with the Flatwoods Monster? Negative. Okay. Well, maybe maybe you. This is one of the first ones I read, and and this is this is pushing the envelope a little bit. Uh, also, because... probably high up the list on out the alphabetical list of cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did the ahool for that reason. <laughs> oh, the first one. <laughs> So, uh, no, I wanted to do the Flatwoods Monster for a while because it's one of the first, uh, one of the first bizarre things I remember reading about. But the Flatwoods Monster, or 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 Braxy, <laughs> kind of crosses the line a little bit uh, from from cryptozoology to UFOs. Oh, okay. because it's it's always it, well, it's not always. It's sometimes listed as a cryptid, but it's also associated with a UFO sighting. So we'll get there. Okay, so. The, the, Boy, this is going to dovetail nice when we do the next one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. When our last one ended up, uh, it, you'll you'll listen to the the last week's eventually, I assume, and ended up on a UFO website. So, okay. We'll do a, we'll do an alien trilogy. Okay. So the Flatwoods Monster, September twelfth, nineteen fifty two, in Flatwoods, West Virginia. Three young boys, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer. They see something streak across the sky at about seven fifteen, and they're out doing whatever it is that kids did in nineteen fifty two. That millet, like rat out. What? Especially their, they said rat out their neighbors for yeah. communism. Ducking and covering. Stuff that, but you know, stuff that millennial parents won't let their fucking snowflake kids do. These days, you're all having play dates and shit. These guys are just out like shooting BB guns or like poking dead bodies with sticks. Yeah, or, you know. having adventures they'll remember forever and then reminisce about later in the 80s. Yeah, you know, like while they're not retiring and screwing the economy for subsequent generations. <laughs> you know how many movies Stephen King is responsible for? Many. Well, stand by me, obviously. That's what we just did there. But, like, so many, like, 80 movies and TV shows have been based or directly from Stephen King. So after they see this uh, fireball shooting across the sky, they run and they tell some friends. Uh, and then they go off to investigate. And what they saw changed Flatwoods, West Virginia forever. Okay, so they go up on a hilltop. And the first thing they see is a pulsating red light. And then they shined a flashlight in the direction of the light. And they saw a monster in what is sometimes described as some sort of robotic suit. <gasps> it had to Verata Nick to you yeah. say that to it. No, uh, hold on. I will send you. I'm going to send you a picture because you got to you have to understand that this is. So not... it doesn't look like Gort. No. Damn, let me, let no. me see this dumb thing. Yeah, hold on. I bet it's the shittiest Futurama-looking robot. Oh, it's worse. It's it's hedonism bot. <laughs> if only. Oh my yes. How true. There were bodies, and then the explosion struck. Okay, I just said it to you in the Google chat. I still am trying to figure out how to cosplay that hedonism bot. Yeah. 
I would, now, now I kind of want to cosplay the Flatwoods monster. That's a deep cut. Yeah, so look at that <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a less than one percenter. <laughs> okay, Flatwoods monster at the Cryptid. <laughs> so, I have seen this thing before. So, uh... <laughs> this reminds me of something. <clears throat> so it had, <clears throat> they say it had glowing red eyes like portholes. A round head and some sort of cowl or something behind its head that one of the witnesses described as being shaped like an ace of spades, which is like, that's like a card. So I assume she meant just a spade because that's what the drawings look like. Or she meant the Motorhead song. Yeah. She's like the ace of spades. I know what this thing reminds me of. It reminds me of the Independence Day alien. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking when I was reading it, but it's the Independence it's like Day alien. Like, it's a combination of the little guy inside and the big suit. Yeah, and and well, it, and it may or may not have had tiny little clawed arms, which is totally like Independence Day alien, but then its lower half apparently looked like a trash can or like an armored ball gown, so it's... <laughs> It's like it's do- it's a Dalek from Doctor Who from the waist down, but then it's a five year old shitty drawing of of one of the Independence Day aliens from the waist <laughs> up, coming out of a garbage can. Yeah. So Did any of these people, were any of these people related to or know Jim Henson? <laughs> I, I don't I think so. Up thing when I was a kid, it was a monster coming out of a garbage can. <laughs> It started singing I love trash and I ran away. <laughs> so so some of the witnesses say its Why eyes were writing all this down, Jim. <laughs> Plagiarizing my monster stories. Some of the puppets. witnesses say its eyes were green. Some of them said they were green greenish orange. Wait, how do you do greenish orange? Like brown? Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know. I don't have my color wheel in front yeah. of me, but that so, doesn't sound right. Yeah, you need your you need your Pantone samples to really figure that out. It's, it's number eight six five three. Whatever two colors are opposite, it was both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so they all agree that it was uh, about ten feet tall, and then they smelled. They also smelled a pungent mist that made them nauseated. Pungent mist in West Virginia. And it made the it nauseated them, and then whatever it was hissed at them and started gliding towards them. So they ran away and then started telling people about the ten foot tall Oscar the Grouch that they just saw up on the hilltop. Now this is there's there's another report that I can't find any reference to. Cryptid Wiki uh, uh, lists this, but doesn't reference where the story came from. So maybe it's some like old ass UFO book or something. But a lack of attribution on Cryptid Wiki. I know. So they say that in the nearby town of Frametown, one day later, someone saw something similar, but it had the trash can at the bottom, but then it was a reptilian humanoid from the waist up. So it's like a a slea stack in a garbage can. Yes. Oscar the slea stacks. Yes. So assuming that that actually happened, that brings the sighting total up to twice in 1952 and never again. So naturally, as is par for the course of West Virginia uh, cryptids, it's the basis for an entire town's economy. (laughs) Well, they can't talk about that. I mean, they can't just declare pills. <laughs> the town economy. Did you ever those... see the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia? Uh, no, I don't know if I I can. So I don't, it's, I don't know if it's on YouTube anymore. But it's or not YouTube, Netflix. The other the other one I watch. That thing. Oh, it's so good! It mm-hmm. follows the family of 
some somebody the tap dancing outlaw, <laughs> something somebody white. He's got a you know and there's there's a Jesco and a Birdie May and a Betty May and a, and most of the and a Mothman Jim. Like the the you know the patron of every family has been murdered has been has somehow died via gunshot. <laughs> Where it's either your your cousin shot you or you were just doing a trick, <laughs> gun trick, or see it's not loaded, pow, you know that kind of shit. So so basically the subtitle is the, here hold my beer. Oh, it's amazing. They're all there's one there's one left who's the who's a who's still tap dancing. Tap dance it around, and then they, they follow around all all these nutso people. <laughs> Damn, Birdie May, I'm the sexy one. That, that's the thing, that, and then you have to agree that well, relatively, yes, you are the sexy one. Oh, it's great, and then the, the one she's got her kid is just flying off the fucking walls the whole time you see him, and he's just pounding like the leaders of Mountain Dew. <laughs> While he's doing it, and she's like, "I don't know. He's just he's just got a lot of energy. <laughs> I, I can't figure out why." Yeah, they uh, they proudly they proudly label themselves as pillbillies. Oh, sweet! <laughs> oh, it's great. The one, oh, Jesus, the one is the one is so upset she can't be a pillbilly for however you know till her baby arrives. <laughs> and then she's she's in the room like after you have the baby, cr- doing snorting pills off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the second yes, she has the baby, they take the baby away. And there's an amazing, amazing scene in a Taco Bell drive-through. Oh, it's making me laugh thinking about it. Where she at first she can't order tacos because she doesn't know what they have at Taco Bell. They're like, <laughs> "You don't have that here." She's like, "Y'all got fiestas." <laughs> I just want some fries. Like this is a Taco Bell, we don't have fries. All right, then give me a fiesta, and it goes on like this for some time. They're in between the two windows, the order window and the pay window. And she sees somebody she knows and then is telling them this whole embarrassing story about how she had the baby and then CPS took it. (laughs) Screaming it at the window of a Taco Bell where no one inside can hear her. (laughs) She's pointing at her, pointing at her daughter or whoever, whatever her relation is. CPS took it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And that's why... I can't take West Virginia seriously ever. Congratulations, teachers! Well, well, but still, I've seen that thing. Your your days of not taking West Virginia seriously are about to come to a middle. <laughs> uh, so, Flatwoods, the town of Flatwoods, is home to, as of the 2010 census, 277 people. Wow! It covers an area of uh, 0.66 square miles. The website, not even, the, not even a square no, mile. No, like barely That's a half. Two hundred people live yeah. in the less than a square mile. So the the yeah, it's like it's like uh like a mega city tower in Judge Dredd, except it's just flat. It's just all flat. So the no, the website, like the Ready Player One, is just trailer <laughs> stack on top of the Except probably more interesting. I still didn't haven't seen it. I have no interest in seeing it. I've read enough snippets from that book to know I have no interest in seeing that. But can't won't you want to identify all the all the pop culture references? No, I watched Family Guy for a while. I'm good. <laughs> it's like it's like Manatee Joke the movie. <clears throat> or well, really what it is is it's it's the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny, except it's played straight. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good description. Yeah. So uh, their web, the website you'd think would go to the Flatwoods Town, uh, flatwoods.com, goes to uh, an employment site for the motels in the Flatwoods area. Because as far as I can tell, all of Braxton County makes its money on, like, backwoods tourism, and they've been capitalizing on, on, on Braxy. They're, they're the ones that call him Braxy. Uh, to, to feed that. So there are five Flatwoods monster chairs around the county that that look like the stupid-ass thing. And they have, like, a game where if you take pictures of all five to prove the existence of Braxy against the machinations of the evil men in black. And then you send all five of your pictures to them. You get a free Braxy sticker. A sticker? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and so like, and like their neighbors in Point Pleasant, uh, West Virginia, with the Mothman Museum, they have a Flatwoods Monster Museum that the website describes as a quote one of a kind collection of artifacts, historic items, memorabilia, books, and more. And so I found a picture of it, and it's like one small room with a bunch of monster-related crap in it. It looks like like just a bunch of tiny little statues that are all the same, and then some books and like a painting. But here's here's what's cool about it. Um, the hilltop where it was actually sighted is private property, and the owners don't let tourists on it because they don't give a fuck about the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> so, like, they're trying to capitalize on it, but you can't actually go to where it was seen because fuck tourists, I guess. Let's, let's go back to the sticker. Okay. You want a Braxy sticker? How big? A sticker we talked about. I, like I don't know. Fathead I vinyl applique to your wall. I did not research it, but I doubt Braxton County can afford a fathead in exchange for five digital photographs. I don't know. That sounds like a pretty sounds like a lot of work for a sticker. Yeah, um, I How agree. About we just find all the photos on the internet, <laughs> email them in, and we each get a sticker. How about we? Yeah, just not go to West Virginia. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't want to go do this. I want to just find the, the photos online and get my sticker. Uh, it's like I put it on my guitar case. It's really, wow. <laughs> you should try that. One of us should try it. Just gather pictures of all five chairs. You should be really ballsy and like take one of the pictures of one of the chairs from the, 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 the Flatwoods Monster Chair webpage and just submit it five <laughs> times. What are the exact photos? Where's hey. my sticker, bitches? <laughs> five chairs that's what you said <laughs> so uh if if you look at this so there uh joe nickel uh who investigates paranormal shit did some he did a bunch of looking into this in 2000 and published an article i read uh in the skeptical inquirer magazine so what he found is that uh on that night in 1952, there was a well-recorded meteor that was seen across three different states so there you've got the streak in the sky Visible from Flatwoods, there were multiple flashing red aircraft beacons. Uh, and uh, when you combine the description of the upper body and, like, the vague and conflicting description of the dress or trash can sort of thing below it, and then you got the hissing and gliding motion as it came towards you, big eyes reflecting the light, um, it was probably a barn owl. Shape the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they definitely hiss and and glide silently. I'm hearing myself, so that's okay. All right, nobody else is hearing you. I mean, not that I know. I am hearing myself, obviously. Just <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Hands. 
So here's my favorite thing about the Flatwoods Monster. Um, I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote the website Roadside America. Uh, Until only a few years ago, the Flatwoods Monster was more popular in Japan than it was in Flatwoods. And I can't find any explanation for why this is. But going back to the 80s, it was the final boss of a Nintendo game called Amagon. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at that. It was the Stage 2 boss in Space Harrier 2. A bunch of Flatwoods monsters called Them, abducted Livestock, and a subquest in Majora's Mask, the, the uh, sequel to Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo 64. It showed up in an anime called Sergeant Frog. I've seen Sergeant, some Sergeant Frog. Well, did you see Braxy in there? Maybe you did and you just didn't know it. Well, there's a lot of episodes of that. So, <laughs> so, uh, so like... Anime, of course, there's a lot of episodes of it. Uh, for, for, like, 50 years, it was just weird Japanese pop culture, and then Braxton Counter, County realized it was a dying uh, town in a crappy pill-riddled area of rural America and decided to cash in on their stupid monster like like they did with Mothman you know, up the road. So, uh, now in the course of my research, I came across a website that, uh, I'm going to send you this link to. It's a very ugly website. It's flatwoodsmonster.com. All right. Uh, I don't know why that didn't come in as a link, but there you go. You're going to have to copy and paste it. So ostensibly it's advertising a book that some dude wrote and self published about the flatwoods monster. But there's if you keep scrolling, there's a bunch of other weird Air Force and like POW MIA stuff that like has nothing to do with the Flatwoods monster. But it's mostly a wall of text, like a GeoCities shitty, crappy wall of text for a book that I think he published in like 2014. Um, and there are a lot of great uh, testimonials from people who like the book. And, oh man, this is yeah, ugly. It's terrible. It doesn't make sweet noises like the one we found last week. You should listen to that. 2002. Yes. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end the the story of the Flatwoods monster, of of the West Virginia cryptids are just so shitty. It's like someone saw a thing once that was easily explained as a bird, and then everybody remembered it for 50 years. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end with uh, a a comment on flatwoodsmonster.com. By uh, a man or a woman, I guess, could be either, named Gothling1955. <laughs> Gothling. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play some music. Okay, here we go. I see no plausible reason to summar- summarily minimize or to look askance at any aspect of this ominously complex case which Mr. Ficino has now so meticulously pieced together and reintroduced with all proper seriousness and scrutiny to a world that simply deserves to be told the truth, no matter how frightening it may actually be. The revised publication about the incident is a must-read for anyone who wants to receive an intelligent and vastly illuminating rebuttal regarding the government's idiotic cover story. So it's an owl. Yes, yeah, it, it was. It was a large owl. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> here's here's my real animal for the week. I got uh, the megatheriids, the ex- extinct North and South American giant ground sloths, because oh, they're at, the yeah, like they were. No, I'm not going to do the barn owl. Um, that's too obvious. I wanted to pick something that was actually ten feet tall with a weird shaped head. 
okay. So, uh, like... Sloth claws? Yeah. Well, not just, like, little sloth claws. Like, these things could weigh four to five tons and be as long as six meters. So, like, 20 fucking feet long, four and a half tons. They had thick-ass bones, foot-long claws. Some of them were bigger than African bull elephants. So we're talking a giant ground sloth with wolverine claws and a weird-shaped sloth face. It didn't have like a like it didn't have a trash can or anything. So I guess maybe it's not as cool as the Flatwoods monster because it didn't look like a Muppet. Well, but, it kind of it does kind of look like a Muppet. Well, okay. Yeah. To be fair, all sloths kind of look like Muppets. They look kind of like that thing from Labyrinth, but with a pointy face. Oh, Ludo. Yeah, you yeah. know the big guy? Yeah, the Labyrinth? big hairy guy, Ludo. Yeah. I know that because one of my good friends, we nicknamed him Ludo because he's yeah. a big hairy guy. You didn't have a hoggle in your group, did you? Uh, he wasn't in our group, but there was a hoggle. A little shitbag who keeps betraying you over and over again? Yeah. Um, it, actually, he was a little shitbag who kept betraying us over and over. Or at least the one time he w- was playing a lead role in uh, in the spring play and he just decided not to show up for the performance one Saturday night. And we got Another fucked. Fucking hoggle. Fucking hoggle. So uh, I don't like Labyrinth very much. It's because like, hoggle irritates me a lot. I don't like it because it's not a good movie. <laughs> like, there are good parts of it. <laughs> but yeah. overall, it's very strange. It is, I like how... I like the, that's the part that I like. Is it's so fucking weird. <laughs> the, whole, the whole hand guys. Yeah, and the and dude the, that the rides the St. Bernard... It's yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, I like David Bowie. I like Bowie too. Yeah. And the little night guy reminds me of one of the characters from Meet the Feebles, so that makes me <laughs> laugh. The one that the puppet that sings "Sodomy" at the end. I've never seen Meet the Feebles. It's amazing. It's all on YouTube. You that was Peter Jackson, right? His first movie. No, it's like his second or third mm-hmm. movie. But it was Peter Jackson. Yeah, but amazing that you could. I hope. I really want to have seen a meeting like a post. <laughs> We gave Peter Jackson $300 million to make Lord of the Rings, where some dude looked at something other, like, what else did he make besides Heavenly Creatures? Or, like, that's some guy, like, the guy sweeping up, like, dude. <laughs> go to the, go to the, whatever little video store in the, you know, late 90s would have uh-huh. Meet the Feeble VHS, and it's a whole room full of execs, studio executives, watching just puppets doing coke and making porn. <laughs> Like not and like barely it's well done enough where it's just like <laughs> it's hard to it's that kind of remarkably well done shitty mm-hmm. where the everything looks pretty probably looks pretty terrible but they just shot it kind of in the dark so it all looks awesome <laughs> and they're all like oh mother of god what have we oh, done it's a bizarre bizarre wonderful movie um so i recommend you yeah. check it out uh i might or if you can make it to Denver in a few months, we could check it out then. It's true, we could. Yeah, we we we're trying to go to Denver with some friends of ours. Uh, so uh, just real quick, uh, the giant ground sloths, the Megatheridae family, was around from twenty three million years ago until about eleven thousand million years ago. Part of the North America or Western Hemisphere megafauna extinction. extinction. Yep, just like most of the Pleistocene megafauna, um, probably human overhunting had something to do with it. Uh, probably climate change as well. But honestly, the jury's still out. You got like people who think it was all humans, and people who think it was all climate change, and everywhere in between. 
Yeah, so. it's probably a lots of comedy, lots of factors. Yeah. The but, Glyptodon was super cool. Remember mm-hmm. that one? Oh, the giant armadillo? The armadillo kind of looks sort of like an armadillo. Like if Dr. Zayas was an armadillo, it's yeah. huge. Yep. <laughs> it looked like that. The uh, giant beaver, six-foot-tall beaver. And we already, I, I think I did dire wolves in the first episode. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Giant bear. Yeah. There, bear. There was so much Narrow, cool shit here. Bear. Before before the ice age ended and people got here, yeah, I would want to fight a massive or a regular bear. Hell, let's start start there. Let's yeah, no regular yeah. bears, no bears. Period. But I guess well, like it's way I, taller, basically a dinosaur that's a bear. Yes, I, I guess the giant ground sloth was in terms of megafauna, like land fauna, land megafauna. I should say. Uh, as uh, is, is in in the Pleistocene was second only to like certain species of mammoths and mastodons in size and weight, so it could fuck you up. They were also giant tortoises. Yeah, I mean we still have those. Yeah, but, but everywhere had giant, giant tortoises, yeah. and then people got there. Yeah, people got there and killed delicious, delicious tortoises. They wanted to dine on turtle soup. <sighs> Fucking shredders. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's the that's Flatwoods monster. Cool. That's ready to do my UFO monster? Uh, yeah, we could do that. We'll do that next week. Well, I know, but let's yeah. pretend that we're doing... <laughs> <laughs> that we're not recording this all at once. <laughs> but, See you next but, week, Don. Wait, wait. It's, you're, you're, you're ruining the mystery by telling people we record multiple shows at the same time. So well, I predict that next week Ryan will still be doing band stuff, and it will also still be me and Blake. Yeah, he's got a week worth of band shit to do. Yeah, it takes a while to train up a new guitarist. They need to get a staff. Uh, they are the staff. You could you like? So you're saying this is a small local band? Yeah, they're four. They're they're four guys in Omaha. All right. <laughs> they don't have a staff. That's a place that has nachos. Want to go to four guys from Omaha and get some <laughs> really gross nachos? No, dude. They're probably the best nachos. Like, four guys from Omaha has some bomb-ass nachos. When I said gross nachos, that's kind of what I mean. Like, gross, bro. But they're the best. The notch. <laughs> All right. Well, Blake, I'll see you. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. I want nachos now. So, uh, can, can, you do, uh, can you do Ryan's part of the sign-off? What does he say again? Well, I say be excellent to each other. And he says, party on, dudes. Okay, so you ready? Three, two, one. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, be excellent to each other. Rufus! (laughs) Good good enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess I'll just play us out now. Do it. All right, everyone, once again, thanks for listening to The Hidden Zoo. Uh, as always, please, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review or a rating or just tell somebody about us because you think we're funny and maybe they think they would they would think that we're funny too. And you can follow us on Twitter uh, at The Hidden Zoo and we're on Facebook at Hidden Zoo. And if you have any questions or insults, feel free to email them to hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. We'll see you next week with the more uh, animals that probably don't exist. Bye, everybody.